You know, it's really easy to misperceive a disconnection from quote-unquote normal societal activities as running or hiding or betraying your family, your friends, your community. But you know what? That's pure donkey jizz. It's donkey dung. It is cock. Ayas! Because when you disconnect, you trade belligerent nights out for sexy knowledge hunts. You trade belligerent nights out for intimate gatherings with close friends. You trade living for others for living for yourself. You trade chasing money for attaining purpose and allowing money to appear in your life. You trade mindless dribble for passionate explosions. You trade busyness for intention. You trade soul extortion for soul unification. You are exploding with life beyond ever before and glowing with eagerness for so much more. How often do you give yourself credit? Breathe it in, baby. Feel that glowing ball of fire in your brain, in your stomach, in your private bungalow, in your toesy toes. Feel it and let it light you up. I'm Heath Armstrong. This is Never Stop Peaking. It's depressing like a dimple on your butt. If you behave, you'll get a nickel you can spend on stuff. And in time, you'll get a dime if you impress your boss. So you can buy some more stuff just to numb your thoughts. You've been a space-driven higgity hunk of me since birth. Flying through the universe on a rock called Earth. Composed of stardust with an emotional gut. Why you letting conformity slam you up the butt? You're not one fucks, two fucks, red fucks, blue fucks. You can play duck hunt and wait around for luck. Or you can rent a big truck and drive your vision. Build a palace to the moon while your schmuck friends piss their pants Get up and dance, rocket ship that booty Take a chance for your freedom, miggity milk that booby Cause when the fear attacks, it tries to crack What you're thinking, fuck no, you'll never stop peeking Hey yo What's up sexy? What is up, sexy? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Those gorgeous eyes. Rosy cheeks. Look at you. So sexy. It's been a while. Um, I manifested something into my life. And of course, you've heard me talk. I surely believe many different angles of manifestation in their prime, in their quality. I don't believe that most of them can appear without action, and I don't believe that any of them can appear without first realizing that they start internally as a seed. Everything internal will bloom like a flower external if you realize it's there. I want to talk about that in a little bit. This is one of those days where you just like wake up. You think everything's going to be like super productive. I have this list. I'm going to meditate and do all these things, and I get into the meditation, and I'm starting... I get my note card out and I'm writing the two most important things I can do for the day down and then things just start happening. My brain just doesn't feel like it's clicking. It doesn't feel like I can have one of those ultra productive days and that's why I started this podcast today because it was really hard for me to get anything done but in that situation I realized the importance of these days where you don't get anything done. 
I wanted to share how I'm feeling in that because there's a lot going on uh, in the world. It can feel very chaotic. As a light worker, I feel like my intention is always to try to embody this light, uh, to be this sacred house, to to be this creative anchor uh, for myself, for everyone around me, but also understanding that you know I need that support back as well, and it becomes a balancing act. Um, I just got back from a three-week road trip. I got a van, so I got a Sprinter van. I'm looking at my vision board right now because I've had a, I've had a van on the vision board for years, and I've always known there was going to be a day where it came to fruition, and it's always unbelievable when you're sitting in that meditation, the very next meditation after a vision like truly becomes reality in the sense of like physically appearing. And you realize like, whoa, <laughs> it's not, it's not bullshit. You know, like when you have a vision and you work towards it every day, it comes to life. That is vision to reality. If you have a vision and you come up with all these excuses as to why you can't work towards it and it doesn't come to life, that doesn't mean that vision to reality doesn't exist. It means that you don't want it bad enough. How much effort are you willing to put in to get to that place you want to be? It's not easy. It's not It's not fucking easy in any way. It's hard. You go through periods of peaks and valleys. It can be at really super high highs and really dark, deep, deep lows and... Having the support around you for that is beautiful, but the way that you attract that support for yourself is to be that support for someone else. The more you give, the more it will come back to you. I'm just going to riff on this podcast. Um, I got some exciting things that are going to be happening. One is I think I'm going to be bouncing out of Portland for a while to go work on this van. So I'm that means I could be going to Tennessee for the winter. So if you're in the Nashville area or Knoxville or any of the surrounding states, I imagine I'll be out doing lots of cool things in nature and I would love to meet up and, and jive. Um, Oh, what are we going to get into? Well, how should I know? I'm just a stinky little kinky little rinky little dinky little boy. Um, I've got a new pers- a new angle as to how I'm going to take this podcast. So I've been pretty inconsistent with it and I, and I don't really want to be in a position where I put an episode out once per month. When I started this show in particular, after the artsy now show, I said to myself, I'm not going to make it feel chaotic. I'm not going to make it feel overwhelming. It's going to be something that I do for passion and just to share creation. And that's what it has been. I've never rushed it. Um, I've never tried to have a consistent schedule with it. I've done it as it feels good. And I feel like we should all live our lives like that in every capacity. Um, forcing things doesn't ever help. It's all about surrendering to them and then letting them flow through once you make the space. And... I've made some space recently going through different ceremonies, whether that be the 10 day, um, beautiful combo and deep psilocybin Mayan journey that I was doing in Mount Shasta 
or the day-to-day grit that I go through in my meditations, in my journaling, in my creative process, I've been able to make some space. I've been able to release some blockages that I've had. And with that, I've decided that I'm going, I mean, I was looking, you can do this with any project really that you have, but like, if it feels like there's so much resistance there, if it feels like these resistance gremlins are just slamming their fucking hammerhead dicks into your booty and you, you don't know like how to get them out, you almost feel like you're stuck with these hammerhead dicks in your ass and you're kind of walking around town and you have these gremlins just hanging off the hammerhead dick that is in your ass and dragging you around so much that your toes start scraping the concrete and there's blood trails and then like little innocent creatures from the woods come out and they're thirsty because the water's all tainted because the world's chaotic and they think that the blood's going to help them so they start licking the blood from your toes which is attached to the gremlins that are being dragged by the giant hammerhead dick in your ass if you get yourself in that situation you can really look at what is the most miserable part of this the process for you and for me when i was podcasting it was the it was the whole process of like having to write out a page or so of show notes that I didn't want to suck. Like I, as a writer, I can't just like blurb something out and be like, okay, that's good enough. Like if I write something, I want it to be really good. I want it to be perfect for when I release it. Um, and that can be a huge form of resistance. It doesn't necessarily need to be perfect, but my version of perfect in my head doesn't mean perfect in the world. It just means in the right place for it to be released for me to be happy about it. Um, show notes were a bitch. And like, I don't think really with the way podcasting has gone, it's an audio consumption type thing, right? We don't have to worry so much. I don't, there's nothing to worry about. It's just, I don't want to fucking do show notes anymore. It's that simple. It's a burden to me. It is something that feels deep. So I'm just going to, this is, this is a simple switch, right? Like what is the thorn in the project you're working on and how can you make that easier? Well, I'm just going to put up the audio embed file when I do a podcast. I'll put a picture if there's a guest and I'll type a couple keywords in there and we'll release it. And with that being said, I can now relieve the stress of thinking about the show notes and start putting out way more episodes. So I'm going to be rolling them out. And that means me just having conversations with people or rolling freestyle like I'm doing right now. Um, and throwing them up and I'm hoping to get every episode that I record up the day that I record it so that everything feels real time so that we can stay connected in real time. And, uh, I like that, that sense of creativity. So that's, what's going to be happening. I, in this process have, have really been thinking a lot about infinite supply. You know, when you think, I was talking to Olivia earlier. I'm going to get her on the show soon for an episode because she's just amazing. But when you think about God energy, right, or creative muse energy, whatever you want to call it, Ryan Gosling's bicep energy, it can be anywhere. And you think about it, it is everywhere, right? It can be and it is everywhere. But that doesn't mean that you're connected to it. So when you get a woo-woo, you know, person on Instagram who's fucking dancing, just showing off that creative divinity dance every day, and you're like, why is this fucking girl dancing again? Um, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with moving your body. Uh, 
But when <laughs> when they're saying like God is everywhere, it's just like just don't worry about anything ever because it's just God. It's just there. Like it's always taking care of you. Like I get I get the approach, and it's true in a way, right? But think about electricity, right? Electricity. So the electrical grid is everywhere. Essentially, we try to control it through lines and things like that. But like you are an electrical being. When you step outside with your shoes off and you touch the earth, there is electrical current running from the earth into your body. And arguably the most important current that you could possibly come in contact with because it heals your fucking body. And if you haven't looked into earthing or anything like that, if you're not walking outside with your shoes off every day, if you're not somebody who has one of the mats that you can sleep on and ground yourself at night, like you're really not taking advantage of the full capacity of what earthing can be for you and, and how much it can eliminate your inflammation and things like that. That was a little bit of a sidetrack. Maybe I'll do an episode on earthing soon. Maybe I'll bring my sister on for it. Cause she's like super deep into it. But, um, I, you know, electrical current is everywhere, but unless you're hooked up to a power line with your hand, you can't really be shocked. You can't really be zapped full of it, right? You don't even really notice that it's there and you're not really getting the benefit of it. Unless I turn the light switch on, I don't have the benefit of the light. Okay. You have to be aware of it and you have to want to connect to it to make it work. It's the same thing with divine energy. It is everywhere, but if you're not aware of it and you're not connecting to it, it's not going to help you. It's not. We have so many good things that happen to bad people and bad things that happen to good people. So many people have paths that arguably could be predestined before they appear here. There's a mission for everyone, whether you want to get into genetic coding with the I Ching or galactic coding with the Maya or any of the ancient wisdoms of the universe. There's a reason that you're here and it's to manifest your creations and to be a part of the grid of love and to help, right? But you can't do it unless you're aware of it and you're connecting yourself to it. That is divinity. So think about the good that you do upon others, it's really the same thing as the good you are doing upon the collective because right again divinity is everywhere we are all, we are all part of it but are we connected to it the good you are doing to another is the good that you are doing to the whole which is the good that you are doing to the collective which includes you in your divine selfhood so to pay attention to connecting yourself to this grid of divinity and abundance and prosperity and health and love and family and community, you have to pay attention to what you are doing and putting out into the world. The good that you do unto another is the same good that you do upon yourself, right? The harm you do to another is the harm that you do to yourself. If you go out and you donate to a charity, you're donating to yourself, if you steal from somebody, if you find some kid in an alley and beat his ass and steal his milk and pour it on his head or whatever, O'Doyle rules, 
You're pretty much doing it to yourself. If you love and hold someone really close, you're loving and holding yourself. If you judge and slander someone, you're judging and slandering yourself. You cannot love another without first loving yourself. Does that make sense? You cannot hurt another without first hurting yourself. So you cannot manifest amazing things from your vision into reality without first understanding that they are a part of you, right? And it's not a ratio thing. Like what matters is not the amount of money that you give if you're giving. It is the amount of money that you give in proportion to your means, your immediate means. The only real way to measure is how much love you are expressing. How much are you giving? How much are you praying? How much are you looking at your vision and asking it to come to life? How much are you taking action every day to bring that vision to life? How much are you giving in secrecy without wanting to be highlighted for it? Right, Because as soon as you ask for praise, for giving, or for loving, or for doing, as soon as you want that spotlight on you for doing that, you lose your connection with divinity. You lose support from divinity. You lose the energy that was in alignment to help you bring your visions and your goals to life. How much are you giving in the secrecy of your heart, of your mind, of your body, without drawing the attention of others to your benevolence. You know, the fucking creative streets are rough, yo. Packed with gains of villains and trying to stop you from unleashing your creative potential. But when you stop, motherfucker, you better keep those fucking rims spinning. You better keep that mind spinning. You got to keep giving. Motion creates opportunity so that you can speed away from the gremlins when those rims are spinning. So let's go back to thinking about manifesting, right? What is visible is only an outward manifestation of what is invisible. So, everything starts internally, if that makes sense. If I can't hammer that in hard enough, business success starts with internal success. It's a manifestation. Creation flows from the invisible within you to become part of the external world. All that you need, it's already fucking established within you, in the invisible. It has already been given to you. Internally, it is given to you. And now you come in and you say, okay, I desire to see this. I desire, I desire to see this manifest externally. So you don't you don't go out, you don't get on Amazon and shop, you don't go out and shop in the markets of the material world without first realizing 
that what you are looking for has already been given to you internally. If that makes sense too. It's already there. So if you're going out aimlessly shopping through markets trying to find an apple, you're going to find the apple. But that apple's not going to have the energetic connection that it needs to help you move towards a higher version of yourself or your visions as it would if before you went to the market, you firmly believed like this apple's here. It's inside of me. It's part of me. When I connect with it, it's going to be conscious. It's going to be with sacred intention. And in that unison, in that relationship, I can carry energy into the dreams that I want to bring into life. Everything that you do, the awareness, when you eat the apple, when you write down your goals, when you take action towards your goals, when you read a book, when you hug your family, everything that you do, if you can bring awareness to that, that you are connected to that divine energy, then the divine energy is going to be connected with you and it's going to be on your side to bring all of that stuff to life. If you are not connected to that energy and you're doing all of these things, then there's no telling what's going to happen. You might manifest some things, you might not others. Some things you might bring in could be really bad. You might not know how to cope with things when they happen. You might not have the support around you. But there's no shame. There's, there's, no, there's no reason not to pay attention to this remarkable opportunity that you have on this planet, right? <sighs> My grandmother... Ruth, she's 97, and she's one of the most eternally optimistic people. You've probably heard me talk about her before. And she is a perfect version of of this. Always receiving what she needs and the support that she needs by believing that it's there and by believing she is connected to the divine energy. You know, I enjoy visiting Ohio as much as possible, and this whole COVID, you know, catastrophe that has happened has made it really hard to be in touch with our loved ones and our elders. But I swear when I'm around her, whether talking to her on the phone or physically in person, it always explodes my energy into new realms. She lives in the same house that she bought with her husband in the 1950s and he passed away 33 years ago, 34 years ago now. And she's been raging on her own ever since. There are some characteristics that are eternally constant with her. So I can share them with you. And I've shared some of these before through emails. If you're on my list, you can go to HeathArmstrong.com and jump on it. Um, I firmly believe that you cannot get to her age without putting in place some of the things that she's done, including this attachment, not attachment, this connection to divine energy, right? which stems out into optimism, to gratitude, and to love. So some things I've noticed about her is she's infinitely positive about her past, about her current state, about her... Fir- uh, her <laughs> My mind is really glued today. Her future. She doesn't complain. She doesn't get upset or angry. She legit just laughs. She smiles. She drops wisdom bombs. Quick, witty one-liners that'll make your draw job if you catch them. Just sneaks them out there. She's infinitely grateful about life, about the world, all of her surroundings, and the continuous experiences that keep presenting themselves. She doesn't complain about financial, political, 
or any other situational things. She simply notices, she trusts in the divine connection, she trusts in the universe, and she relaxes as much as possible. And you know what else? She infinitely farts. She doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't care at all. Usually follows the fart up with, it's natural, honey. It's natural. <laughs> Look, she lived through the Great Depression, through World War II, through the Watergate. She experienced the world transition from candlelight and horse and buggy to 3D printers and Teslas. She tells stories that brings goosebumps to, to my every part of my body possible about almost dying climbing random mountains in Arizona or being one of the first people to throw a canoe in the Snake River and take it all the way down to the Tetons or being approached by angels underneath a tree who promised to always protect her. Like These stories are hero's journey stories. And think about that for a second in your body and your age. She's 97. She had experiences climbing mountains in Arizona. We think about doing that because we see girls post pictures of themselves climbing mountains on Arizona in their thongs. We're like, oh, that looks nice. But I might do it one day. I don't know. You know, Jason Moore always says, if not now, then when? Get off your fucking ass and go outside and climb a goddamn mountain. Ruth did it back then. You can do it now. If she could throw a canoe in the Snake River and take it down to the Tetons, you can fucking write your goals down and start working towards them. Right? And then maybe you'll have an angel that approaches you underneath a tree who promises to always protect you and show you how to connect to the divine light. These things will not appear in your life unless you are aware that you are accepting them in. Can you connect? Are you willing to connect? Are you willing to do the work? Because it's not easy. She's told me stories about flipping cars off the sides of steep roads and being caught by trees and her lives being saved. She's had Native Americans fly up on her with horses and guns, you know? That's fucking crazy. Think about that. And she's still alive. Like, that wasn't that long ago. So for her to go from that to now, importantly, she is and has always loved everything infinitely. No, I'm not the only one with incredible heritage. You have it too. Whether you've had the opportunity or not to explore your heritage, I assure you that you're angelic. You're just like Ruth. You have ancestors and protectors that are backing you up at all times. Whether they be in the beastie form, whether they be in the elemental form, whether they be in the angel form, the demon form, the shadow side's important too. There is no reason to look at your shadow and say that this is worse than me. It's not. It's part of you. Your demons are part of you. Love them. Expect them. Accept them. <laughs> Pour a little fucking mezcal out on the ground and say, hey, demons, thank you for being here with me and showing me my shadow so that I can fucking learn all of these holes that are around my body so that I can heal them. We're all of the same blood and spirit. We all have benefit from being infinitely positive, infinitely grateful. (sighs) 
In reality, we benefit from ripping infinite farts, right? There is a benefit to that, whether you want to admit it or not. If you beat down the negativity gremlins that try and poison your mind, you'll uncover the sweet waterfalls of positivity that will bathe you in abundance so that you never have to walk down the street again with the gremlin hammerheads in your ass, tracking blood all over the city, and having poor animals come out of the wilderness to drink it up. Don't you want to get wet in the waterfalls? Don't you want to get wet? Everybody loves to get wet. Everybody loves to get wet. How far are you willing to allow your mind to carry you? Mm. A good affirmation would be, I bathe in and drink sweet waterfalls of positivity. They make me wet. <laughs> um, yeah. So I cut some of my hair off. And not a lot of it, but like four or five inches. It feels pretty good, but I lost my Hanson vibe. I need to get it back out a little bit again. That might be why my brain's not working personally today, but I hope that these messages from this stinky little, kinky little, rinky little, dinky little boy have helped you navigate some sort of um, congestion that you might have been dealing with. I'm going to be doing a affirmation workshop with the find calm here community uh, with Deb. And if you go to findcalmhere.com, it's going to be on Tuesday at four o'clock Pacific, seven o'clock Eastern. Go to findcalmhere.com. You can sign up for it. It's free. We're going to do a group workshop where I walk you through setting your, it'll be a video call. So I'd love to see your face, but um, basically the power of affirmations, but not only how to correctly use affirmations, but how to use them in a hierarchy of setting your goals and taking it from vision to reality. So we're going to do a good overview of that and open it up to a Q&A session. Um, so go to findcalmhere.com to check that out. I'll also be sending a blast out probably on Monday about it. We're going to be doing a, a Facebook Live Monday as well. So today is September 3rd, right? Um, so that would be... September 8th is when we're going to be doing it or wait, hold on. September 9th, I think. Yeah. September 9th at four o'clock. That's when we're going to be doing it. Um, and I think Tuesday is when we're going to do the preview on the Facebook live. Thank you to everyone who has left reviews for the sweet ass affirmations deck on Amazon. We are currently working on a new website for rage create, switching it over to Shopify, trying to learn how to do, um, some more in-depth e-commerce structuring so that I can really reach larger audiences with these powerful little messages that channel through me. Um, we went from 98 reviews on Amazon to 122 in a period of two weeks. So thank you all, everyone who got on there and did that. If you purchased on Amazon, if you left us a review, I really, really deeply, deeply appreciate it because every day people are tagging us and talking about how these cards have positively impacted their life and it means the world to me. We just finished a second deck. Yeah. Um, it's in design. I'm really, really excited. I'm so excited that I'm actually squeezing my nipples right now. I'm, I'm legit squeezing my nipples. I'm not, you know, I wouldn't lie to you. You know, I wouldn't lie. I am squeezing those nipples right now because 
these cards are beautiful and we have a limited run of like 10 cards in the deck that'll be black and white and I think the writing has evolved and I think the design has evolved and I'm really excited to get those out as soon as possible so keep checking back and I'll be sharing some stuff from that but other than that how should I know I'm just a stinky little boy um check in I'll be I'll be beasting out episodes like crazy so um I don't like crazy I'm not doing one every day or anything like that but as often as I can have conversations and release them I will I appreciate everyone who jumped on to listen to this I appreciate you mainly you yeah yeah you yeah if you yeah yeah you so if I'm squeezing my nipples go ahead squeeze yours too you can if you squeeze your nipples right now and I'm squeezing my nipples right now then we're squeezing our nipples together. So essentially, we're kind of like squeezing each other's nipples. So yeah, yeah, you know it feels good. (laughs) All right. Yeah, until next time, ta-ta, much love, take care of yourself, hold your loved ones close, connect to that divine energy. Seriously, connect to that divine energy. Because unless you know that it's there and unless you know that it's all around you and unless you're praying into it, you're meditating into it, you're doing your mantras, you're journaling into it, you're painting, you're playing your sound bowls, you're playing guitar, you're whatever creative thing that you can do, that is a mechanism for connecting to that divine energy and being aware of it. So do it. The resistance gremlins don't want you to be creative. The hesitation gremlins don't want you to be able to do things. They are the enemy. Love them so that they step aside and then take action, connect to these things. That's why you're here. You have the power that only gods have, the power to create. So use that heavenly power, and I'll see you next time. Again, I'm Heath Armstrong. This is Never Stop Peaking. HeathArmstrong.com if you want to check out all the other podcasts. This is on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, um, and all the other podcasting apps, I imagine. Ta-ta! There's a place called space and it's got the magic There's a place called space and it's got the balls There's a place called space and it's got the passion There's a place called space where we can smash the walls There's a place called space where we'll face fuck conformity And the chatter of incompetence is slaughtered at birth In this place called space we'll build a factory of smells That will assemble with our minds and sell to earth